0: This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, keeping you informed about the happenings in Annapolis and the area. Local news, local sports, local events, local opinion, and of course, local weather. The Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief starts now.
1: Good morning. It's Friday, August 7th, 2020. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Well, the Navy football season is one step closer to being resolved. We're still a little bit up in the air, but yesterday it was announced that Notre Dame is out and Brigham Young is in. Notre Dame was originally scheduled to be played on August 29th in Dublin, Ireland, but due to COVID-19, the game was moved to Annapolis and was slated to be played on Labor Day weekend here at Navy Marine Corps Memorial Stadium. Well, Notre Dame was given permission to join the Atlantic Coast Conference, the ACC just for one season. However, that did eliminate the chance for Navy and Notre Dame to play. According to the ACC, members are only allowed to play one non-conference game, and it must be in the home state of an ACC school. So Notre Dame's hands were sort of tied on that one. However... Chet Glatchuk, who's the director of athletics at the Naval Academy, did say that they have agreed to extend the Notre Dame-Navy rivalry through 2032. And Navy and Notre Dame had played since 1927, and back during World War II, Notre Dame was in danger of going out of business, and the Navy used their campus for a training ground for sailors. It kept the school alive, and Notre Dame promised to repay that debt they would play Navy in football. Kind of a neat bit of trivia. Now about Brigham Young. It is set for Monday, September 7th. That's Labor Day at Navy Marine Corps Memorial Stadium, and it will be an unusual game. It is a 8 p.m. kickoff. It will be aired live on ESPN, and I'm not really sure right now what's going to happen with media. They're still trying to figure that out as far as being able to have people in the stadium, but I will keep you posted on that to see whether we will be covering Navy football and the first game of the season with BYU on September 7th. This is the third meeting between Navy and BYU. They first met in the Holiday Bowl in 1978. Navy came away with the 23-16 victory and BYU played here in Annapolis back in 1989. The Navy season does look to be 11 games and they will have five home games this year and we still have no word yet on how the attendance is going to work in the stadium, how many people are going to be allowed in there and what the rules are. So you want to stay tuned for that. Hey, and if you missed our podcast last week with Sing Second Sports, you want to make sure you check that out. And speaking of them, why don't we check in with John and Ward and see what they think about this whole Notre Dame-BYU situation?
2: Hey, I, Annapolis listeners, this is John Schofield.
1: And this is Ward Carroll.
2: All right, and we are the co-hosts of the Sing Second Sports podcast. We are so happy to join John Frenet this past week to talk about our podcast and really talk about The biggest thing coming up on the horizon for Naval Academy sports, which was the Notre Dame game, Uh, as was reported yesterday, broken by Bill Wagner, who always gets the scoop and writes the best stories. The Notre Dame game is now off. However, uh, there is still hope on the horizon in the form of Brigham Young University uh, rolling in from Provo, Utah, which is really gorgeous this time of year. Um, They are going to come in and fill that spot for Notre Dame and Navy will still have a game during Labor Day weekend. Uh, the only thing on the horizon that is still unknown is what, Ward?
3: Well, we don't know if fans are going to be allowed in the stands. But like you said, this is going to be an ESPN primetime game on Labor Day, on the Monday of Labor Day. So that's better than not having a game at all. We'll have to find out, keep our ear to the tracks to see if uh, there will be patrons in the stands. We don't know right now.
2: So if you want more of the coverage of the uh, breaking news about Notre Dame and and as we lead up to the BYU game, uh, please go to SoundCloud and subscribe to the Sink Second Sports Podcast. We are so happy to deliver you information, not only for uh, Naval Academy students, Naval Academy fans, but for Annapolitans and the listeners of Annapolis, And we are happy to be a part of that. So please subscribe. And until next week, this is John Schofield.
1: And this is Ward Carroll.
2: We're signing off. This is Sing Second Sports out.
1: Thanks, guys. The city of Annapolis has paid out approximately $400,000 in hazard pay to employees for working during the COVID-19 pandemic. Now, the money came from the city's portion of the CARES funding, which was received from Anne Arundel County, and it is a one-time payment only. It was paid on July 31st, and employees that have extensive and regular response to COVID-19 cases received $1,500, and those with occasional or intermittent response to COVID received $750. All told, 460 employees in the city of Annapolis did receive some hazard pay for dealing with the COVID pandemic. You want to go to ionannapolis.net and check out our article a little bit later on this morning. I will include a PDF with a listing of all of the eligible positions that did receive the hazard pay. We have requested the same information from Anne Arundel County, but as of yet, we have not received the information. Yesterday, Governor Larry Hogan announced that Maryland is all electronic on the roadways, which is really a good idea. This does include the JFK Memorial Highway, which is I-95, the Fort McHenry Tunnel, the Baltimore Harbor Tunnel, the Nice Middleton Bridge, the Bay Bridge, the Intercounty Connector, the I-95 Express Toll Lanes in Baltimore, the Key Bridge, and the Hayden Bridge are now all electronic If you're not on the electronic bandwagon, you want to go to easypassmd.com, get registered, get an easy pass sent to you. If you're not into the whole website thing, go into your local giant pick up a transponder there. It comes preloaded with $25 worth of tolls on it. You're ready to go immediately. And for those that are not familiar with how EasyPass works, you do set up an account online. You set a minimum amount that you want to keep in there and put a credit card in there. And then when you get below that amount, it does charge back up to that level. So pretty easy to do. Hey, and this is just a reminder. In a year that's becoming anything but normal, Comptroller Francho has reminded everybody that Starting on Sunday, it is Shop Maryland Tax-Free Week. From August 9th to August 15th, any qualifying article of clothing or footwear priced $100 or less, regardless of how many items you purchase will be exempt from the state's 6% sales tax. Also, the first $40 of any backpack purchase is also free. The Maryland Retailers Association have jumped in on this once again, and they're offering two scholarships to two students that are attending a Maryland University college or trade school, $1,000 for first place and 500 for second place. And what they have to do is explain how they helped a Maryland business keep the lights on during the COVID-19 pandemic. If you go to any university system of Maryland school, they have agreed to match the $1,000 scholarship award if a student is attending one of their universities, as well as Stevenson University, Hood College, and Maryland Institute for College Art. To find out more about Tax-Free Week, you want to go to MarylandTaxes.gov, and that is a real wealth of information. We chatted with the Comptroller earlier this week, and there was lots of good info there about unclaimed funds, Shop Tax-Free Week, and a little bit about what he intends to do if he is elected governor. Make sure you give it a listen. It dropped yesterday afternoon right about noon, and Comptroller Franchot is always a good guest. And finally, what was once supposed to be 250 luxury homes overlooking the beautiful South River is now celebrating 30 years. Yes, we're talking about Quiet Waters Park, and thank God it wasn't 250 luxury homes overlooking the South River, and we do have this gem of a park right here in Annapolis. It is celebrating 30 years. It opened on Labor Day in 1990, and yesterday they celebrated that opening with the unveiling of a new poster that was designed by Joe Marson. They did have a bunch of celebratory events, and they were scheduled to celebrate it over Memorial Day, but coronavirus obviously had other ideas. They were placed on hold. But yesterday, County Executive Pittman, Director of Recreation and Parks Rick Anthony, unveiled the commemorative poster over at Quiet Waters Park, and it is spectacular. The poster does highlight the unique features of the park. It was created by Joe Barson from Citizens Pride, or J-E-B Design. And you know Joe's work from the Treasure of the Chesapeake License Plate. He did all of the Annapolis Film Festival's posters, Fish for a Cure, the Downtown Annapolis Partnership, much, much more. And in addressing the small crowd, it was really small, just sort of media, county employees, as well as Joe and his wife. Rick Anthony said in celebration of the 30th anniversary, we really wanted to complete something special that would honor the beauty and features of the park and all that the dedicated park visitors would enjoy. This does it. You can check out the print on Ion Annapolis and it will be available for sale at the visitor center when it does open at the park. They are working on an online option for it at this point. The cost of the thing is $30 signed by the artist, $15 for a larger poster size, and they do have a $5 much smaller poster size as well. Absolutely a stunning print. Take a look at it and go buy one. The proceeds do benefit the Friends of Quiet Waters Park, which is a nonprofit associated with each of the major parks in the county to help keep it up and keep things moving. Well, that, oh, wait a minute. If you're looking for something to do this Saturday, head on over to Third Eye Comics over there on Chincapin Round Road. They're having a free comic book day. And I didn't realize this, but it is every Saturday through the rest of the summer. It's through September 12th. So if you're into the comic scene, head on over to Third Eye Saturday and pick up your free comic book. All right. Now we're done. And just a friendly reminder that you want to make sure you're checking out ionanapolis.net throughout the day because we do update it throughout the day. I will have that full story on the city of Annapolis and their hazard pay up a little bit later on this morning. You want to check out that great print from Joe Barson. If you are someplace you can leave us a rating or a review, please do that. And make sure you let your friends and family know about us, how to get a hold of us and how to download us. Other than that, you need to hang tight. We've got George Young standing by with your local DMV weather forecast. He's coming up in just one minute. But first, here is Rick Peters from Solar Energy Services.
3: Hello, energy consumers. This is Rick Peters, president of Solar Energy Services. Have you been looking for ways to save money recently? Maybe you should consider solar energy for your home. Or are you waiting for the technology to get cheaper? If so, how long are you going to wait? Today's solar costs less than 20% of what it cost 10 years ago. But while solar prices have declined every year, so have the financial incentives. Bottom line, if you wait for cheaper solar, you're also waiting for lower incentives. sunshine nothing else can make me feel so fine
0: going out you need the most up-to-date local weather here's george young from dmv weather in annapolis with today's forecast
4: hey everyone this is george with dmv weather and this is your Ion annapolis forecast for friday august 7th yesterday wasn't too bad despite some early morning strong to severe thunderstorms moving through the region and some late p.m. rain as well, mainly to the south of the area. And today will likely be a virtual repeat as areas of storminess move over the Annapolis region along the frontal boundary in the skies above, possibly lasting into the a.m. hours on Saturday. Look for highs today and Saturday to be in the 80s with sunny skies in upper 80s to 90-plus in spots on Sunday. From there, the outlook for next week is upper 80s to mid-90s with sunshine expected Monday before a chance of showers and storms returns each day. Tuesday through at least Thursday as summer plods along into mid-August. Okay, that's it for today. This is George Young of DMD Weather. Make it a great weekend out there. Stay healthy and be safe. And be sure to get our free app on all of your devices by searching DCMDDA Weather in the Apple or Google App Store. And also follow us on Facebook and Twitter. And use our website each day at DMDWeather.com so you can always stay weather informed.
0: You've been listening to the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief.